0: Nobody is born a racist. It's something that we learned. Hello, hello, hello. Guess who's back? It is Lana Quest, and this is The Quest Show. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for um, listening. Thank you to my friends, my family, and anyone out there that is new Whatever your platform is, I'm just going to ask you to, I don't know, share if that's what it's asking you to do, um, thumbs up, I don't know, but do the positive thing, <laughs> definitely share this podcast. Um, I have been, um, wow, I have not been here <laughs> for a long time, just been busy um, trying to work on my YouTube show as well. I'm not going to take too much time we're gonna get right into it on today's show. I really don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> maybe a little about um the Republican shenanigans, and mostly, um, I did want to talk about do's and don'ts of being an ally. Um, a couple of people have come onto my timeline on Twitter and suggested that I do a show about, you know what. Uh, non-people of color can do um, to be an ally, or what better they can do, or what they shouldn't be doing. So we're just going to go over a few of those things, and um, let's get right into the show. So hi, as I said, I am back. I was on vacation for a little while, like physically on vacation, interesting enough, I was up in the White Mountains of New Hampshire, right? Not too many Black folks up in the mountains, but there were a few. And an interesting thing goes on when Black people are in White spaces. Um, FYI, there are a lot of White spaces. <laughs> you know, when you are non-people of color, you really don't realize that there are a lot of um, just white spaces where white people occupy just most of the space. I'm not saying that black people are not welcome in those spaces, but I'm just saying that there are a lot of spaces where you know uh, you don't see a lot of um, non-white people and uh, people of color, we kind of recognize it amongst ourselves. So for instance, I was way up again and the mountains of New Hampshire. It's beautiful up there. Um, the weather was nice and interesting enough on the drive up there. We were um, running into signs that said, fuck Biden, like literally on people's Um, houses and homes, and we're like, wow, if this thing says fuck Biden, what do they think about black folks? (laughs) Right? So, anyway, we, we that's just on the way when you go to the tourist spot of the White Mountains, which is in North Conway, you know, it's a little different. And yes, there are some black folks in New Hampshire, but. Uh, the city part, but not necessarily North uh, Conway. But an int- like I said, an interesting thing happens when you see other Black people in um, a majority white space. We kind of give each other the eye or like a, a kind of a head nod because it's like, wow, a Black person. So we have an instant connection. That, my folks, is what we call being in the Black community. It's when you are really excluded. And again, we weren't excluded, but it still feels like an exclusion because we're not in that space, right? At some point, we probably weren't welcome in that space years ago. So that's why Black people have not set up in that space, right? So now when we see each other, we just kind of give that head nod because we are acknowledging like, yeah, we're here, you here too, yeah. So that's just the thing that I noticed that I just wanted to share on the show is neither here nor there. So let's get into what's going on with these Republicans because there's always something going on with the Republicans. Um, as you all know, the Delta variant is here and it is taking people out. And the people that it is taking out are the unvaccinated people. Let me say that again. The people that the Delta variant is taking out are the unvaccinated people. Who is not vaccinated? Please get vaccinated. It's such a crazy thing at this point. You know, you have Governor Abbott in Texas, and you have DeSantis in Florida, and you have these crazy lunatics in these Republican states that are going around saying, "You don't need to wear your mask." They can't tell you to wear your mask, and playing this oppression thing. You are not oppressed if you're wearing a doggone mask. You're actually saving people. This is nonsense. Ted Cruz is running around saying there should not be any mask mandates and and, and actually creating a bill against mask mandates when his children, check this out, go to a private school. Guess what? Where there is a mask mandate. Ted Cruz has been vaccinated. Don't be fooled by these Republicans. They don't care. It is about power and politics. And if you die, and if your children die, they don't care because it's not their children. Your kids are going to school. Florida, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi. Mississippi. And if your children do not have on their masks and they are not vaccinated because you don't want them to be vaccinated or they are under 12, they are at risk. Children are dying right now. Four teachers died, I believe, in Florida. Three were unvaccinated. It is serious times out here. So... um listen to your doctors. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say. I don't know why we're listening to Ron DeSantis or Greg Abbott at this point. Listen to your doctors. The emergency rooms are full. ICUs are full. People are calling ambulances in those states and they can't even get an ambulance. Or there's no hospital or there are no ICUs. Uh, DeSantis had to get Ventilators from the government. That is how bad it is. And they are trying to hide it. And that is disgusting and it is vile. They don't care. They are desperate. They just, I, I don't, it's just lunacy. Like it, they want power. They want to stay in power. So they want this group of people to continue to vote for them, but they're killing off their constituents. The very people that they want to vote, they're killing them off. Ah, uh, it's just bad. Anyway, moving along, the main thing I wanted to talk about was the do's and don'ts of being an ally. Um, This is not going to be a long show. There's not a lot of do's. There are not a lot of don'ts, right? So the first thing in being a great ally is to educate yourself. Don't expect black and brown people or people of color to have to educate you on what you should be saying um what's uh appropriate what's not a microaggression what is a microaggression um uh just different things like there's google use google <laughs> you can google um the different uh massacres um over the centuries you can google that there's so much that you can google you can google um, the first black dentist, you can Google the first black attorney. You can Google, um, what white supremacist tactics were used against, um, black people to suppress their votes over history, right? You can use that use Google. And it's just, there's so much information there for you. It is going to tell you because what uh, black and brown people don't want to do is have to have the burden of saying, uh, explaining to you why you shouldn't be saying the word boy, why you should not call a black man boy. If you don't know the history behind the word boy and black men, then you need to look it up because we're tired of having to explain that to you. We shouldn't have to explain the difference between racism and being prejudiced. Those are two different things. Black people cannot be racist. Racism means that you hold the power, you control power, you can stop a whole race of people from Uh, being free. You can throw them in jail. You can uh, change the way loans are. It's systemic. It's different than being prejudiced, which, you know, you have these preconceived ideas about people. That's different. Black people can be prejudiced. Black people can be bigots. Black people cannot be racist, right? So it's a difference that you definitely should look up and, um, And understand, Um, a good ally knows that they have white privilege. You can't deny it. If you deny and you are white that you have white privilege, right, that's a problem. (laughs) You can't be an ally if you don't understand that. There's no way right because you have to one recognize that you have white privilege and then two, turn around and use that white privilege for a good um oftentimes white people get it confused they will say well how can i have white privilege if i'm broke i struggle I struggled to pay my bills when I went to college. This is what I heard one time. I went to college and my black roommate, she got a free ride. I didn't. I struggled. I had to work and she didn't. Okay, so (laughs) let's do some unpacking here about what white privilege is. And again, this is the burdensome things that we're talking about having to educate you. Um, white privilege. White privilege is simply you're not struggling or you're not poor or you're not having a hard time due to the color of your skin. Right? So even a white homeless person has white privilege because that white homeless person, guess what? is going to be treated differently than a black homeless person. Black homeless people get murdered. They get killed by the police. They can stop to sleep somewhere and police can show up to remove them and they end up dead. Black homeless people get kicked around and abused. White homeless people, oftentimes they'll come, they'll get you and, and offer you services. So it's different being white and homeless and black and homeless or white and struggling because your struggle again is not due to the color of your skin, right? Um, black, black homeless people, they could be homeless because they had a subprime loan right? Because that is a thing. That is a thing that happened. Wells Fargo and a lot of these banks were giving black and brown people subprime loans, loans that they knew that they could not afford. They did it on purpose. They gave them interest loans. of What do they call interest-free? They didn't give them the fixed loans. They just, they preyed on black and brown people. They gave them higher interest rates. We know that this is a fact. They got sued. So a lot of black and brown people got caught up in that. And then what happens? You lose your home, you end up homeless. So the system put them there. Healthcare is different for black and brown people. Environmental racism. You know, black and brown people tend to live in places where there are no trees. They live in places that are are, are high uh, polluted. So you have white privilege. You have white privilege to go to a, 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 you have the privilege to go to a bed and breakfast and being white and no one's going to call the cops because they think you look different or you don't belong there or you're, uh, or you're robbing the place. This just happened. I forgot the state. The realtor was black. The person looking at the home was black and his son The person potentially buying the home. His son was there as well. He's black. So three black people in a house. He's potentially going to buy in that neighborhood. They call the cops on him. Someone in the neighborhood. Then the cops come. Guns drawn. The kid is traumatized. He's 15 years old. They're just looking at a house. And they, they could have been. That could have went another kind of way. They could have been murdered just looking at a house. That's white privilege because guess what? That wouldn't have happened to anyone white. That doesn't happen to white people. White people literally could be robbing that house blind. And no one's going to call the police because, hey, they're white. There's no suspicion. But there's already preconceived notions and suspicion that comes with the black skin or the brown skin. So that's why. You have white privilege. You can walk in a store. You're not getting followed. Black people automatically eyes on you. So you have white privilege. Accept the white privilege and use your white privilege for good. What do I mean by that? If you see what we call a Karen in a store being racist, you know, trying to call the cops on a black person because... I don't know they're standing in line minding their business because this is just what happens and they get upset you as a white person with privilege you tell white Karen off you tell white Karen to cut it out or you're calling the police on her use your privilege she's not gonna call the police on you you record it use your white privilege for good you can go in those spaces you can tell the police hey that's not what happened. You have the wrong person. That's using your white privilege for good. Um, Let's say, listen, listening, that's being a great ally. Don't try to tell black people what is racist and what isn't racist. That is, it's past annoying, it's, it's insanity. We've been hearing these dog whistles since we come out of the womb because we've never not had the skin. So we know it. I've known that I was black or the other since as long as I can remember. Every single day that I wake up, I am reminded that I am a black person. I don't have the luxury of waking up and not thinking about the color of my skin because that's just the way it's always been. So I know racism when I hear it, even when I don't hear, we know it. So the police department in that instance that I just told you with the real black realtor showing that house um to a potential black you know, his black client and his client's son, the cops said it wasn't a racist incident. So it was a racist incident because we all know that if those are white people, one Cots would have never been called. And two, you never would have had the guns drawn. You just would have been saying, hey, what's going on here if you did any of that? So we know, we knew when Trump was calling um, Maxine Waters a dog. We knew what that meant or black athletes, sons of bitches or wanting um, Central Park Five to be um, executed. Those are, it's racist. It's racist why he did it and why he said it. Because it doesn't happen to white people. We're finely tuned to hear it and understand it. So you have to really, when we tell you what what was going on with Simone Biles, Tucker Carlson and all of them, you know, uh, calling her names and saying she was un-American we know what un-American means. That's one step away from saying go back to Africa like we came here on our, on our own free will. That's what that means. Colin Kaepernick, how they got on him, that is all. that was all racism. That's all that was. So please, 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 when someone black tells you that something is racist, don't say, well, it's not racist. Don't try to explain racism to black people. If you don't understand why it's racist, maybe ask that question like, hey, um, wow, I didn't know that was racist. Can you explain, you know, or something like that? If you don't get it or you don't hear the dog whistles, but just don't tell the black members of the black community or the brown community, that something is not racist. Uh, That helps. That is helpful. Um, The next thing that you can do is amplify. Amplify the message. Amplify the message that black lives matter. We can't do it alone. Black people, brown people, Native American people. We can't do this alone. It takes a concerted effort, right? We need allies. We just do. Over history, there have been white allies. Um, they unfortunately were sacrificed with the black people, you know, freedom writers, abolitionists. There were white ones out here trying to get you know, black people registered to vote in the, the 50s and the 60s and way back when blacks um, got the right to vote. There were white people helping to get them registered and they were sacrificed. They were murdered as well. They were lynched as well. So and I get it. I get it scary. And we're not in those times anymore. We're in a different time. However, we're going to need your voices we're going to need you to amplify this because they are trying to suppress the black and brown vote right now, right? They are trying to take black history out of the schools. So we're going to need you to amplify these messages as well because guess what? You have privilege. You have the privilege. Use your privilege for good. Use your privilege to amplify the message, Um, And that goes with the last thing. Get involved, (laughs) right? Get involved. Please get some black and brown friends. Get some non-white friends. That's one of the things allies can do because I really don't understand how you can be an ally if you don't break bread with black and brown people or people of color. How, How can you be an ally? Because you're not hearing the stories. You're not seeing it happen. You're not getting a different perspective. So you need part of getting involved, I would say would be, hey, break some bread. Get to know your neighbor if there are people of color. If you're working with black and brown people, talk to them. That would cut back on a lot of the microaggressions. You know, a- asking the questions of what does your hair feel like? What does natural hair feel like? Do you wash it all the time? Where are you from? No, where are you really from? Nah, you know what I mean. Like, those are that's crazy. If you befriend genuinely, break bread, you're gonna learn a lot. So those are my do's and don'ts of uh, being good allies. You know. Um, Of course, I'm sure that there are things that I have missed, but these are the basics, right? This is the basics, you know, educate yourself, use your white privilege for good. Um, You know, listen to people of color. Uh, Don't tell black and brown people what you think racism is or what's not racism. Um, Don't play oppression Olympics. Black and brown people don't want to talk about oppression with you because you're non-black. You're non-brown. You're a non-person of color. There is no oppression. Like, no. Oppression is um, uh, being lynched, um, trying to register to vote, and and being murdered. It's whole whole black communities just being massacred. Not just Tulsa, but like... um, other communities, Rosewood. There's just so many. Um, those things happen. That's oppression. When you see your uh, family uh, sold from you, taken and sold. When your children are taken and sold. When your children are, are murdered. When your husband is murdered. When you are Um, accused of whistling at a white woman. And before you know it, you're kidnapped from your home. Uh, There's no trial and they murder you and you're a teenager. So there's no oppression Olympics. You don't know oppression. And that's all. Um, You know, I wish I had some entertainment news because I try to throw some of that in i I can't remember any i think kanye has an album coming out i don't know um i think sean combs is starting a record company i believe you know what there is some entertainment news rihanna is a billionaire yes second to oprah um female black female celebrity so yay for her i am happy and that is the end of the show y'all take care thank you for coming bye-bye <music>